Oh, Barry, it's Adam here. Hi, Adam. <laughs> Many congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, it's, um, it's just such a, such a joy to hear you. Um, and here we are again, second time. Yeah, well, I, 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 that's right. Yeah, I can't... Um, things are I'm a little bit snowblind right now from from uh, no, no sleep. So it's just so nice to hear you and to to be part of this extraordinary day when you're receiving your second Nobel yeah, Prize. Okay, because it's really it is lucky in, in some other ways you don't know about it. And that is, you know, I sort of changed fields by the time I won the first. I was doing trying to do click chemistry. Now something's happened again here. Something. Uh, it changed me. It got me some accidental discovery in materials that uh, that looks pretty important for energy. It's always the case that whenever one talks to you, we're always talking about the last thing you did, and you're always talking about the next thing you're doing because you're just so chemically inventive. And I suppose that's what people will want to know. What is it about you, Barry, that makes you so so inventive? Oh, that's a good question, you know, because I remember a couple of times to my Japanese professor, very conservative, who was one of the Norori, was winning the prize. And he, but once we were together years before meeting, he organized, and finally there was a quiet moment. A lot of famous chemists in the room, and he said, "Well, Barry, tell us how you, how you work, how you think, because." You're more successful than any of the rest of it, and that's what you're asking. And I, I, I kind of wonder about that because I'm very, uh, in some ways, very slow. And uh, but actually, I think the easiest. I was just looking today, trying to describe for this thing. I'm going to have to do at one one thirty, where let's say a few things about what do people want to know? They mostly want to know how you know, human things, like how amazing were you that this happened or that yeah. happened. One of my favorite quotes is by Einstein. If at first the idea is not absurd, then there's no hope for it. <laughs> now, that, that's a weird one, right? It is, it is, but it's, it's very powerful. Yeah, I get, right. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that, I mean, this, the answer to this question of how you... Um, really, you fit in with this Einstein model of thinking the absurd, and somehow it comes into, it, it, it becomes reality, and you make things happen. Is it to do with the fact that you're a thrill seeker? I mean, you always were when you were you, young. You know, did you talk to me about that before? Because that is something which runs strong. In fact, I was just reading that uh, again. It's the idea of uncertainty. Uh, you know, it's the guy who takes the fox to the machine gun nest. And why the hell does somebody do that when they're going to get killed half the time? And, and some people just get they get so excited. It's like auto auto uh, medicating. I think you know your brain loves that feeling and it wants to be closer to the excitement. And by almost by definition, excitement can be equated with danger. So, uh, and, and people who are close to making a big discovery, just say back in the old days when they're looking for a dinosaur or a big mountain lion, those who get worried and can't make the next look over the next set of rocks or trees, feeling they're going to die, they they don't get the chance to get close enough often enough and and um but your description is very vivid 
Um, and it's so nice that you find that excitement in ideas because, you know, for most people, it means going out on a speedboat or a fast car or something. Yeah, but right, you, right. But for you, it's an idea, which is very special. Oh, and it gets very exciting when you get, when you start, that's where this absurd thing comes in because some of the things that, I have had to work through, and I realized that getting very close to that. But now I've got really a main core absurd issue with bonding. You know, we're at a very high level with computers and bonding, but I mean, we're still t- describing bonding in in a way that works, and and we don't really know which is the best way to do it. But, but basically. The bonding thing is like, it, and then it comes back to the guys who did chemistry in the beginning. I, I was just reading a, oh, I got a book you would love. It's uh, maybe you've read it already. It's, it's uh, I'll think of like, oh, there it is. It's my son Ike. He's into philosophy and he keeps getting things, reading them, giving them to me. It's philosophical chemistry by Manuel Delanda. I don't know it. I don't know it. No. Sounds strange, right? I mean, yeah. he's in Switzerland, but I read it. I don't know if you, when you took chemistry, you had this problem, but I felt really stupid at some point. Like they had all these combining ratios, and they, you know, then there was implogiston, and one thing after another, and there were no atoms and no bonds. No wonder the poor bastards were lost. And so the whole, this guy describes that very beautifully, and then he. He said the biggest thing that he's interested in, he said there is no science or whatever. There's ways we're trying to figure things out and we work together or we don't work together. And he said the most incredible time was that bond, the evolution of Avogadro's number and the bonding things that happened around 1800, 1900. Uh, I mean, they, they, they really, uh, they were seriously difficult. And so people that were in a different camp than you were. The camps listened to each other, and they met together, and they wrote things, and they didn't get ostracized. Uh, so, you know, different groups had different things they could contribute to the thing that was ephemeral, and nobody knew where the resolution was going to come. I mean, doesn't that sound really wonderful it, uh, it, to hear? Absolutely. That, that enlightenment approach of of yes realizing that you have different opinions but coming together to try and work out what the truth is which was so prevalent then and really has yeah it's 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 not the way the world sort of works now it's very very important point barry so you you that's one of your conclusions yeah they were reaching out what what enabled them to do that well they didn't have much information to uh and they had to go by feel and i guess that's where you, I think uh, instinct is important for me. I know that. And yeah. I, yeah. I told you that if I come back at an idea after whatever small time scale or a large one, but if the damn thing comes back to me and said, you don't know the answer to this, why Why is it coming come back? And then I'd say, i I got to give that respect and try it again because it's sub- subconsciously alive, right? <laughs> and Yeah. Lovely, lovely. (laughs) Barry, um, Kathy tells me that I'm not allowed to use much of your time because other people want you, and I I respect that. But it's, I would keep you on the phone all day if I could. Um, I I, I think maybe we have to leave this conversation now and let let it happen another time. 
Um, I do too. I do too. Yeah, because I'm really feeling nervous now. I'm getting excited because <laughs> I, I have to say something. I don't know what it's going to be on this. I, I you know, I, I if I could plan what I was going to say, but once I get ideas from people like you and Jan, uh, I can. I sort of get further along, and, and I think the most important thing about we came up with was, of course, the the unexpected phenomena. You got to pay attention to those, but uncertainty. If you can't, it, 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 it uncertainty usually translates to danger, right, or uh, trouble. And so, if you can't really or aren't drawn, you should be drawn to uncertainty. <laughs> That's the point, I guess. Yes. And. As a discoverer or adventurer or somebody who wants to be a hero, <laughs> or this, you know, that's basically we're all trying to do something that, that's uh, most people aren't. They're just happy with their family and they're they're not trying to probably not trying to uh, uh, find out something amazing. But but God, I mean, if you are, it's it's not it's not simple. It's curiosity is really dangerous. It's hard to break curiosity. <laughs> Right, you can you can get out of uh, well boredom. You get curiosity, but you can't get out of curiosity once you get it. Uh. I think it's that it's such an important point. And you know, you might be attracting a whole different swathe of people to science by telling them that there's danger there. They might like that. That's a good idea. Bring in a whole new cohort of uh, people who wouldn't. So you you feel something there? Huh? Yeah, I, I do see. indeed. I do indeed. It's lovely. Yeah. Listen, I gotta go yeah, then, because you're right. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, Congratulations thanks. again. And yeah, so much for getting in touch. And I realize now we, you're just a, you're just really a fantastic person to talk to. I and I, I talk too much, but I can stop talking more if I <laughs> talk to you again. I think. But these are really but, important things to talk about, Barry, and I very much look forward to exploring it all together. Okay, Adam. Thank you so much. And. and yeah. Take care, man. <laughs> you too. Congratulations okay. and enjoy your day. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. You just heard a special episode of Nobel Prize Conversations. If you enjoyed this moment, we have another special episode you won't want to miss on Nobel Prize origin stories. We present clips of laureates recalling formative moments and Adam explores the unexpected factors that can shape the lives and careers of these great minds. Find it on Acast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nobel Prize Conversations is a podcast series with Adam Smith, a co-production of FILT and Nobel Prize Outreach. The editorial team includes Andrew Hart, Olivia Lundquist and me, Claire Brilliant. Music by Epidemic Sound. If you're passionate about the Nobel Prize, you won't want to miss a single episode of our podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We're available on Acast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, GeoSarvan, Spotify, and many, many more popular platforms. 